Hello, and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Johnson, and I'm coming to you from the coast of Maine. In my work as a life coach for the last 15 years, as well as in my personal life, I keep coming back to seeing the beauty of what unfolds when we each uniquely find our way back to a place of love. Love can get us through the most painful moments. It can give us the freedom to grow, the courage to change. And love can also lead us to a whole lot of peace, joy, and possibility. So let's see what happens in us, in our life, and in our world when we listen in to what love says. Okay, so... Um, this next question, which is so interesting, I don't think we've ever gone fully into this topic on this podcast yet, which I'm so looking forward to. Again, even if we're just dipping our toes, but I'm curious about in the relationship with your body, right? Talking just about body and health and strength and all of that, right? We could, There's so many things, right, that are in that. But in in your relationship with your body and your health, I'm wondering if you could share first like a a challenge or a struggle that you've faced or you face, right? Like in your relationship with your body. And then we're going to go into your work, which isn't all connected to the body, but parts of it, right? Are deeply connected to relationship with body. So yeah, I'm just curious, like, would you, whatever you feel comfortable, if there's a personal like example or personal story about a challenge that you've had in your relationship with your body Mm. or have. I can think of so many. That's kind of, it's sad, but um, gosh, so many different things come to mind. I guess maybe I can ask, would it be helpful to share current challenge, past challenge? I want to be transparent because one of the things I love so much about this conversation already is how many times you're like, I've worked on this and I'm working on this. And I'm, <laughs> I'm always working on everything. <laughs> human condition, right? That there's, again, there is no arriving, right? Yeah. But there definitely is growth and healing. Yes. Like, but I, I feel like maybe, well, what do you feel more called to at this moment? Something in the past so you can give like the full circle hmm. or something in the present so you could talk about where you are in this moment? Maybe something that's like a little mix of both. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that is going to be a work in progress until I go through menopause. And it's something that has been a huge struggle that I think I've resisted for a large part of my life because, um, you know, menstrual cycles aren't like acceptable to talk about in all places. Um, But last year I was diagnosed with endometriosis and um, this was after, you know, going to the emergency room by ambulance um, in March of 2021 because I just had experienced I've I've always had bad cramps but there have been three instances in my life where the pain has been so severe that I have neared blackout and gone into panic attack because of how painful it was um and with endometriosis the only way to get like a confirmed 100% you have this diagnosis is with a laparoscopic surgery and so what my obgyn told me at the time is you have all of the symptoms of it if we look back at your history and all of that so basically let's just treat it as if you have this so i didn't have a laparoscopic surgery but i have all the classic symptoms and so for a long time it was embarrassing to me 
that I had to kind of hide the fact that there were going to be moments where I was in a lot of pain, not able to do my job fully. And as a a fitness instructor for so many years, I used to teach group classes. Um, So instead of like having to cancel, you know, like a one-on-one session, it's like, I've got a spin class of 40 people who are all like excited to do this on their lunch break, or like I'm teaching a yoga class and I would just like take a bunch of NSAIDs and like just do whatever I could to get through it. And Mm -hmm. I've just gotten to a point in my life where part of the reason that I work for myself, and again, that I do see this as an incredible privilege to be able to like have the time to start and build a business, (laughs) you know, because that like Mm -hmm. takes time. It doesn't just like, you know, go off right away. Uh Um, Uh But part of that has come from like, I can't work a normal job. Like I would get fired because I would be out for two to three days every single month. So Mm -hmm. the challenge that I had to, you know, find a way around is like, I literally map out my cycle. I track my cycle. I did um, a body literacy course and fertility awareness Mm -hmm. method so that Mm -hmm. I could know when I'm in my follicular phase, when am I ovulating? Where's my luteal phase? When is my period coming? And I literally book all of my sessions and my to-dos around that. And I I mean, it's actually become this really beautiful way of moving forward through this thing that I know is going to happen every 26 to 27 days that I'm probably going to be like laid out, like sick to my stomach in so much pain, you know? Um, And that's, I would say, has been the biggest challenge for me and continues to be a challenge, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to find a way to just like accept it and dance with it and work with it. Oh, I'm so grief. I just got, I got full chills so many times when you were sharing that. And I think part of it is because again, living in a world where we don't, it it isn't like you meet for coffee and that's the first thing that comes, right? Like there's, (laughs) to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank God, tell me more. Like it kind of makes you like teary with like, oh my gosh, thank you for the truth. I'm just so grateful to, to hear about it, to, to know about it for anyone listening, right? To be able to, because I have a feeling many, many people are going to have a similar experience, right? Mm-hmm. As you are being a place or maybe wh- whatever part of the journey they may be on. If if someone w- is listening to this and then I want to talk more about your specifically kind of for you or how it's feeling for you, the, the lessons for you, like, but if someone is listening to this and is like, oh my gosh, I, I feel like I may have something similar going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, do, are there any resources or books you'd recommend or places to go if someone is like, oh my gosh, or or perhaps they even have been diagnosed, right? And it's more of like community and connection. I'm just curious if there are any resources to share that have supported you or are supporting you. Yeah. Well, the a, a book resource that I would recommend is, um, I believe it's called the Hormone Repair Manual. So there's two, there's a period repair manual and a hormone repair manual for people in perimenopause and menopause. Um, and it's written by a naturopath named Dr. Lara Bryden. And I have just found her work to be incredibly helpful. Um, if you go to, you know, your, your regular doctor or your OBGYN, chances are you will just, you'll be, well, I'll just say (laughs) for myself, Mm -hmm. I was offered every birth control option under the sun, which I have had experience with that. And it was really not great for me. 
And so my choice is not to go the hormonal birth control route to try to control it, especially because the episodes that I have, um, they've been 11 years apart, interestingly. So I ha- it happened when I was 15. It happened when I was 26. And then it happened again when I was like 39. So it was like 11 to 12 years apart. So I've chosen not to go the hormonal birth control route. The other thing that I did this past year that I'm so grateful I had the opportunity to do was that I worked with a naturopathic doctor one-on-one and was able to just kind of identify that like, you know, I'm anemic and I was never treated for it. Like nobody I've ever worked with has said, you know, you should probably be supplementing with iron. This is why you're exhausted all the time. This is why you're getting dizzy when you try to lift weights and, you know, you're cold all the time and things like that. So I was able to get some very um, holistic support. So it was like, you know, the nutrition component and some recommendations for how to listen to my body and some targeted supplements that were helpful. Um, I know that that's not going to be accessible for everyone, but for people who can, you know, afford to work with a naturopathic doctor and pay out of pocket, it can be incredibly helpful just to get some direction on, on how to manage it. Yes. And is this also something if someone would reach out to you in your health coaching, in your wellness coaching, like is this, if someone's like, I want some more support on this, I want space, would you, yeah, want people to also reach out to you privately? I am so glad you asked that question. So any kind of medical advice or um, anything like that, even recommending like a certain nutrition plan is out of the scope of practice for a health coach. However, a lot of health coaches work in concert with clinicians. So whether that be, um, you know, a a medical doctor, functional medicine doctor, naturopath, nutritionist, uh, mental health professional, those are all professions, licensed professionals that health coaches couple with so that we can help support clients in implementing the program of their choice or the program that's been given to them by somebody who has the licensure to, to recommend those things. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's such a good clarification. And uh, it is my dream that everyone in the world w- could have a team in the future right. and w- it, whoever wanted it, yes. whoever would want a team could have a team. I want to mention two things too. And then I want to go more into your work and um, yeah, just c- a couple of different facets of your work. But two, it's so interesting. I'm in the midst of reading this book in the flow. Oh yeah. By Alyssa uh, Beattie. Yes. And it's the first time in my 41 years of of life that I have seen spelled out how to care for yourself through a four-week menstrual cycle. Isn't that amazing? Being basically like if you're in follicular, you may want to move like this. You may want to eat like this. You may want to rest like this. You may want to communicate like this, right? Like the like the luteal phase. Like you know what I mean? Like it. And I was like, oh my gosh! And going back to these systems, right, or the rhythms or the paces, right, of being like, wait, like what if? our bodies are giving us the pace. Do you know what I mean? Are giving and also allowing us instead of every week of our life is the same. Each week it's beautifully, sometimes really difficultly different because we are in it, right? It's just amazing to me. So that book too, In the Flow, and then the one you said, The Hormone Repair, I'm going to get that too because- I just think there's such gifts of information so we can already just like 
um, support what already is happening in our bodies. Totally. I was so angry the first time I heard her talk on a podcast because I was like, why did I not know this when I was a teenager? Like, why yes. is this information not available yes. to us? Why has it not even been researched up until recently? Yeah. It's like, I want so upsetting. No. Well, yeah, we can guess why it hasn't been researched. But also what was interesting in the in the flow was was she said, again, even if you aren't in if you are female bodied and you are past menopause, you still are in cycles, right? Mm. You're just a different yeah. like it just was like at any age, right? And again, this could be like we all have cycles, we all have rhythms, yes. but it was I'm just so grateful that you shared about this and mm. thank you for sharing your personal story, oh, right? Thank you of, for the space to to share this. Yeah. Mm. Thank you so much. And mm. you're talking about it's called the infradian cycle, right? Mm. When you're oh it's yes, yeah. When you're in yes. your reproductive uh years and then outside of that it's circadian rhythm. Yes, yes. That's really I just started reading about it. Oh, it's so it's cool. Fascinating. And I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't bring up big dramatic conversations with my wife this week. Right. Because <laughs> And also another thing I love about being in classes with you, because you always say, do what you can, you always offer modifications. Because mm. part of me was like, oh my, we're in this eight week program right now, right? This fitness training for core. And I, it's like, I feel like I can show up whatever week I'm in, whatever part of my cycle I'm in and modify to meet. So my body is honored while still kind of showing up versus like every Wednesday we're going to pump, you know, yeah. that. So I, I really feel that with, with your work as well. So oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I wanted to go into a, just a little bit of your work, and maybe this is a little bit more of choose your own adventure of of strength training. You have all of these different facets, right, of your gifts, of where you are of service, of where you coach, where you teach. And so I was going to ask maybe a question about strength training and then a question about coaching. Sure. Um, and then if you're like, I actually want to talk about something different in my work or what you're passionate about, just hop to it, right? Like, um, but I am curious about strength training and I don't even know if I'm using the right label right but um like the the work that you do in yeah in your fitness training anything you want to share about like again any myths like gifts truths like why and you've been in it for 15 years right I have. so yeah like I don't know if you want to give like a mini like journey of your journey with strength training, or if you want to hop right to where you are today and why fitness training is important to you or why you're passionate about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can talk about that for sure. I am, <laughs> yes. And strength training is actually the perfect umbrella, I would say, to describe what it is I do um, when I'm working with clients and with students. Um, also because the mobility work falls under strength training. So, you know, when you're working on improving your joint function, that is also strength training. So yeah. that plus the body weight exercises, plus the lifting weights, it's, it's all about getting stronger. And um, I would say, you know, why I'm passionate about it today has vastly changed from when I got into it. When I got into it, it was largely for aesthetic reasons. You know, a lot of it was like, I want to look fit and I want to be fit. And today it's like, I love the feeling of knowing what my body's capable of and feeling mm. confident that I can go about 
you know, daily activities or even maybe go off the rails a little bit with certain things and that I just feel like I'm going to be able to do it. It's just, it's that confidence. It's that reassurance. Um, it's also that dopamine hit, you know, like, I don't yeah. know what it's like for yes. you at the end yeah. of classes, but yes. at the end of my own workouts, it's like, I just feel so good. Like everything's running yeah. smoothly. The blood is flowing. My brain is working great. It just feels so good to move my body. Um, and it's yes. something that I want to share with people because there's, I think at least for me, a lot of the physical pain that I experienced growing up was from weakness. You know, I wasn't a kid who played sports. I wasn't fit when I was a kid. I wasn't strong. I was a kind of a disaster and very accident prone and constantly injured and had a bad back when I was like a teenager. And, you know, the, the list goes on and on. And so when I see or hear of people who are in pain, who then say like, yeah, you know, I don't really exercise or like I, I only walk, but like I don't do strength training. And like, I, you know, I really want to care for my bone density as I get older. Like I don't want to break a hip. I don't, you know, I want to be able to do the things I enjoy for as long as possible. That's yes. what really like inspires me to be like, okay, let's do strength training. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I will say because we, we started working together like almost a year and a half ago and if you, if it's okay, I wanted to share like one example oh, of something that, first of all, that one of the things in working together, because you're so knowledgeable, but also the way that you teach, right, is like you said, it's really for longevity, right? It's it's not for these quick results, quick fix, and then you burn out or you get injured. It is like, full, even when I wrote to you, you're doing a core series right now. And when I wrote to you, I remember being like, this isn't like a normal core series, right? Where you're just crunching and your neck hurts it <laughs> because everything you, and you're like, no, it's not like everything you do is honoring in my, in my experience, like the whole body, the body as a whole. And also, so it's like this body as a whole, but then it's these, these muscles or these ways of moving or these ways of strengthening in the mobility parts that part of me is like, oh my gosh, I don't think I've ever experienced using some of these muscles, mm. right? Or I don't think I've ever experienced kind of the depth of the solidity of alignment to mm. then build strength from. You know what I mean? And there last winter we had been we had I had been in your classes for a few months and there was a moment when I was out walking and it was icy. I know I've told you this, but I just want to say it because it felt like a magic moment to me. And I was out walking and I, all of a sudden, you know, my feet went out from under me, mm. like on a patch of ice and they started to go forward. And it was like a movie <laughs> stuff. Like I literally, I was like, oh no, I'm going down. Right. And then I immediately felt my core, it fully engaged. And it is literally like, it was this like force that like lifted me up and back onto my feet. It like caught me mid. And I literally was like, was I just in a movie? Like what? <laughs> like, Happen. But it, and what I realized is we had been, we had spent months, right? Work, not so that I was like, oh, like, but so that these muscles, this alignment, my, it's like my body was ready to protect me. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, but it didn't get injured doing so because I had been caring for it. It was a pretty remarkable moment. That is, um, I, that is so amazing. I love to hear stuff like that too, because you, as you know, we don't do agility training. 
It's not like I, I have like cones set up and you all are like no. cutting back and forth and like sports specific, <laughs> like, okay, you're going to be so much better at basketball by the end of this class. <laughs> yes. To hear that like in that split second, you know, everything turned on and like basically saved you from <laughs> flying up in the air and crashing down on the ice is like, oh, this is, that's why we do what we do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And my headaches got so much better. Oh, just I'm as so a separate thing. Hear I don't think I was holding on. And anyway, I could go on and on about it, but well, then let's go right into one of the other kind of like, again, arms of your work, right? Of your, which is newer than 15 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Of the, is, is the coaching, right? And is the health and wellness coaching, which talking with you branches beyond, it is health and wellness coaching, but it's also beyond, right? Um, and I'm just curious about why were you called to integrate coaching into what you're because now you're you're doing both, right? And they support each other. That's what my assumption is or what it feels like. But why were you called to, yeah, bring in in coaching? Well, so interestingly, I actually was calling myself a coach. Um, like as early as two thousand and nine, I was doing something called holistic lifestyle coaching. And in this model that I was using with clients, it was really there to supplement what their goals were. And so, you know, on top of the exercise portion, there was a lot of conversation about diet and about sleep and about breathing and about stress management and all the other components that, you know, come into play when you are working with someone on improving their health. And at that time, I knew nothing about the psychology of coaching and I didn't know the difference between educating or consulting and coaching. So, you know, it came from a beautifully pure place of, I want to help, but it also came with the expert approach of, I have a lot of information about what it means to live a healthy lifestyle. I'm going to impart this wisdom on you. And then I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do. And then this is what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. sure, there were elements of that education in there of learning things about nutrition and food intolerances and you know how stress can affect your overall system that were very helpful for my clients. But it wasn't until I enrolled in this other coaching program that I learned that there's an entire psychology behind coaching. And it has nothing to do with giving advice, sharing information, not nothing to do with sharing information, but that's a very small portion of what the coaching is. And, and in, in even having that, um, having done a little bit of coaching with you, Elizabeth, like you really embody the presence of a coach. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're curious, you're open, you're just filled with love and fascination and wonder and just excited you know, to hear what's going to come out of your client's mouth because they're creating their own future with your support. You're not putting a leash on them and then pulling them along and saying like, well, it's got to look like this if you want to get here or if you want to feel like this or if this is the end result that you want to have. So Mm -hmm. the reason I feel, I, I think that I'm even more passionate about coaching now is that, you know, for the past three years, I've been integrating this new approach to coaching, where it's like, I'm partnering with my client. I'm not an expert of you. You're the expert of your own life. You know yourself best. And I'm going to go even a step further to say, you already know what it is you need, but sometimes you just need someone to ask the right questions 
And to hold a space of non-judgment and I have no personal stake in this. I don't even, I don't have ego in this because I don't know what's best for you. Yeah, I'm going to be here while you paint that picture for yourself. And I'm going to ask you the questions that are going to help you put one foot in front of the other or put those thoughts together to help you build that picture out to something that is actionable if you decide that that's really what you want to do. Yes. So that that's a very yeah. long-winded way of uh, explaining, no. I guess, um, you know, no. what I do in my coaching practice. And like yes. you said, it's health and wellness coaching. Like, yes, I'm a board-certified health and wellness coach. In my sessions with clients, we talk about anything that at the end of the day is yes. going to impact their health and well-being. Yes. Yes. And while it's therapeutic, it's, it's not therapy. Right. I, I just have to like, you know, make sure that, yes. I, that yes. I say that and get that. Yes, out of the way. absolutely. Absolutely. But I love it. And you described it so beautifully. I do think if anyone's listening and they're like, Ooh, I, maybe I want to be a coach. It's like, if you love, if you deeply care about people and you love to ask questions and you love to listen, and then you love to encourage, you know, and there's all these other parts that can come through, but it's like the person, right? And what you said and what I so believe too is like, again, I don't have the answers. I can get hits and shares that can prompt the next like unfolding, but is that everything is within the other person. And yet we usually don't have an hour of space held for us yeah. to actually listen. And then when we hear something, it can be so intimidating because we get really scared of change to then share that moment of like, oh my God, I think I want this next, yeah. right? Or I think I'm struggling with this, right? To then be with someone then who can be with all the fears, the excitements, the doubts, the and then with the support. It's just like, it's one of my favorite relationships. Mm. And I'm so glad I'm not a therapist. Yeah. And I'm so <laughs> grateful for therapists. Yes. And I know that there's so many different m- methodologies and a lot of therapists do. But I don't know. I'm just so grateful for, yeah, being able to be a partner with someone while still being a human being myself. And being like, I'm working on this too. Yes. I'm not in a session, but in my life, it's like, I'm not an expert at life. Mm. <laughs> like, but I love to listen. I love to ask questions and I love to support people. And I, I don't know if you find this, but I can feel and believe and see other people's dreams. Like I've always, I used to always be like the person at the bar was like, like well, what do you really wish for five years from now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I was like coaching before and he was coaching, but I have a hard time sometimes, which is why I need support seeing and believing in my own dreams. But when I see it from someone, I don't have all that stuff, right? That's getting in the way. And so I can just hold it with purity so they can go through all the cycles, right? But so the dream also gets to be held in a space. And I'm imagining you too, like I feel that with you holding things for me, right? Or seeing dreams or yeah, do you feel that piece too that like you can kind of hold things for others or see them or believe them maybe even more than you can for yourself? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it is so much easier. It is so much easier to see that and hold that for other people. And I think that the the part of the magic that you're describing in a coaching session is so often in life, if we share something that we're challenged by or that we're struggling with or an obstacle, the other person out of love wants to fix it for us. They want to solve the problem for us. And that's not how we learn. You know, of sure, there are going to be times where you're just like, I don't know what to do. I need advice. Someone help me. That's not coaching though, right? Like that's going to be more consulting, educating, or like maybe you're just a friend and you're just there to listen. Yes. But yeah, holding that space of 
this person is very capable of coming to whatever resolution, you know, they want to come to. They're well-resourced. They are not powerless. They're capable of doing this. I believe that for them. They might not fully believe that just yet, but the more you ask those questions and they, you can, it's so cool. Cause like in, in zoom calls that I've had with clients, like that moment where you ask a question, you know, they've never been asked before by anyone. Yes. And then you see oh, the gears that. turning in a way yes. that like they've never turned before. And they're like looking off and they're just like, Oh my God, like that's such a good question. And then like what comes out is always just blows my mind. Yes. Yep. I love it. It's so great. It is true. It's almost like we just get to place these beautiful little doorways in front of someone and be like, here, I'm going to, here's a door. If you walk through it, what do you see? What do you feel? What do you, right? And it's like, it just, oh gosh, I love that too. And people are, we all, we have this wealth of, of knowingness, of curiosity, right? Like it just, it's just fascinating when people are given the time to even right in this, in this call, right? In our conversation of, of when I asked you question, when you asked me question, I'm just like, it's so often is like one question can allow is sometimes like just a moment, which is beautiful. And other times it can um, start like literally a lifetime of change, yeah. right? So it's, and oftentimes it's somewhere in the middle, right? And it's those moments, weaving those moments. And that's why I think people connecting with you or, um, you know, having time with that, right? And whatever mm-hmm. way they're called is like to put that in. It's so interesting. If we put that in as a consistent space in someone's, again, this is time, this is privilege, but in whatever, even if someone listening to this literally takes one question I asked you, yeah. right? And at what what is the most challenging thing about being human? Ugh. What is the most beautiful thing about being human? And just right now wants to jot it down or talk it out loud as if they're joining us on the podcast. That's a doorway, right? Totally. That's a, sh- that's, I, I wish that for anyone who wants it, for the space to ponder the questions and like feel into the answers, yeah. you know? Um, oh my gosh. So before I ask the last question, um, how, how can people who are listening here connect with you, find you, work with you? What, what's just kind of the easiest way for them to connect with you? Um, I would say probably through my website. So it's stephanieo.com and that's Stephanie with an F. Um, I'm also on social media. I'm, I'm most active on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is coach underscore Stephanie O. Um, and then I'm also on YouTube and Facebook, but probably website or Instagram would be the easiest ways to connect. Yeah. And I wanted to say on YouTube there, if someone is curious about dropping in with like any of your mobility work, there are two like neck. Do you remember those two videos? I was looking at them again this morning. There's like a two part series about neck mobility. Oh yeah. The neck and shoulder tension, right? Yeah, that's just there, right? On YouTube. Yeah, from, I think it's from, a three-part series, actually. Three mm-hmm. part. Oh, yeah. So I want to see that if if someone wants to just like drop in and have a moment. And then also for the for the Patreon community, anyone who's a patron of the podcast, for those of you listening or those of you who want to become a patron, Steph is also going to share a video with the Patreon community of the full warm-up that we usually do at the beginning of each class. Oh, yeah. Anything you want? about that full warm-up because it's 
it's body changing when it's put into the schedule. Absolutely. So the full warm up, I mean, I've used it for so many different things other than just like warming up. For example, prior to coming onto this podcast, I was standing in the living room and I'm like, oh, I just want to get my body moving. So I start doing the warm up. I'm like, love says, love says, love says. And it was just so much fun. And it just, yeah, from head to toe, it'll get you warm. It's just a dynamic warm up, kind of taking all of your joints um, you know, through movement and just get, getting that motor running. So you can use it before you play a sport. You could use it before you go on a hike. You could use it as a movement break if you work at a computer or you sit for long periods of the day and you're like, ugh, I just need to get my body moving. Yes. And I will say as someone who lives in Maine during the winter and has a hard time getting outside, there are moments where I'm like, I, I have to barter with my ego who wants to just sit on the couch and eat chips and watch Netflix <laughs> circling back and just be like, if you just do the warm up, then sit because every, it just shifts and it is so deeply caring to the body to do this. How long is the warm up? I'm trying to remember. It's about 10 minutes. A minute warm up. Yeah. And you could also do it while you watch TV. You could do it while you watch TV. Note. You could break it apart, you know? You could break <laughs> it into four parts and just do like two to three minutes um, at a time. Yes. So, and I will connect. I will put Steph's link and Instagram, but in whatever way you want to connect with her and reach out. And I, I'm sure there's classes come when we release this in February, there will be, I'm, I'm guessing we'll see what your intuition says, Steph, new classes coming up. So, and people can always reach out to me too, um, to, to be connected with you. Absolutely. So my last question for you, oh, I'm just so grateful. I can't, I feel so fed by this conversation just as a side oh. note. And so, um, inspired by it and the places it went that I was not expecting it to go. And I feel like each place we went, I, f yeah, I just feel this like, oh my God. And to, I, I'm looking forward to listening back um, and just taking it in again, you know? And my question, I think my last departing question is where, where is love calling you now and or next? Love is calling me. Where is love calling me now or next? Um, well, I've been feeling this for some time and I'm really feeling called to, to take the next step in figuring out what this is. Um, but I would say love is calling me to find a way to offer my services in a more equitable and accessible way. Um, you know, the health and wellness industry largely caters to the middle and upper class. And the people who often like need that kind of support the most don't, don't have access to it. And that like pains me inside. Um, and so, you know, I've just recently moved to Bend. I, I would love to find like a local organization here where I might be able to volunteer my services. Um, otherwise, I'm sure there's tons of stuff online. But yeah, I just really want to get clear on what that next step is of, you know, how can I move forward and, and make a living and, you know, do my business and offer it to people who may not otherwise have access to health coaching or to fitness training. So that I would say yes. is like where love is definitely calling me next. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that answer. Thank you for every answer and share and your transparency. Um, 
I'm just, yeah, I'm so grateful. Oh, last question. Why do you love Green Day so much? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. First of all, I love that that was like part of the intro. I was like, oh my gosh, she said it in the intro. Oh, but I love that as a last question. Why do I love Green Day so much? Okay, I'm going to try not to talk for like 30 minutes on this. Um, I think it's like the energy that I felt when I first fell in love with Green Day when I was in the eighth grade of just like, here are kind of these like snotty guys that just like don't care. They don't care what anybody thinks. They're just making their music. They're doing what they feel called to do. They're doing what they want to do. They're making the music that they want. They're making the music videos that they want, you know, and like, they don't care what anybody thinks. And it was Mm -hmm. just this like rebellion energy from like how I felt I needed to be. And so for me, listening to the music and like watching the videos that were on like MTV, um, It was just so liberating. I was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. And so it's so funny because when I talk about it today as a 41-year-old woman, I still feel like that 13-year-old teenager that's like, oh my God, (laughs) Billie Jean Armstrong. And it's so funny, but it is one of those things that like really energizes me and really like, in a way, it kind of reconnects me to my purpose. It reconnects me to my heart and like, well, what do I want to do? And like, screw what anybody else thinks. It's just about, you know... Being yes. being driven by what's in your heart at the end of the day. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I think it's fair to say that throughout this conversation, the examples you sh- have shared that you are living more and more the Green Day way, like as you go. Do you oh know what I mean? God. Like that Thank energy, you. right? Because how many times did you say on this call, what do I want to do? What feels right to me? Yeah. What am I call? What's like, what's my pace? What's my, so it's just like 13 year old, you gather it, yeah. you know, being drawn to them. And then, you know, we fast forward a few decades later and I'm like, oh my gosh, that green day energy also is your energy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's your permission. It's your, it's, I think one of your authentic ways of being. It's, it's that, it's and that authenticity. Yeah. It's the authenticity. Yeah. Like that's really yeah. what drew me in. And I think now as I'm kind of coming around to this place in my life of like shedding those layers of myself that weren't me being true to me, it was me doing for other people. It was me performing. It was me trying to gain acceptance and always trying to keep up and da, 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 and all the stuff that felt so gross inside of myself. It's like this return to like, oh, I'm coming back home to me now. Yeah. Like it may have taken this long, but like, that's cool. I'm excited to see where I go from here. Mm, oh, me too. <laughs> like, me too. So, oh, it's so good. Thank you for being here. I know the community thanks you for being here and for sharing. Um, anything else you want to say before we go? Just thank you so much, Elizabeth, for for this opportunity to, you know, share authentically um, and to be so open. And just, you know, thank you to your listeners for listening to this podcast and yeah, I'm excited to, to get to know your community a little bit better. Yeah, I'm excited for them to get to know you too. And oh, thank you for being you. Thank you for being Green Day you as who you are now. And um, for anyone listening, thanks for joining us for this beautiful conversation. And I'm just wishing us all 
moments of allowing ourselves to be authentic, moments of coming back to whatever love feels like to us, and also having the courage to perhaps grow into our strength this year, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, or from our hearts. So, and um, may we know that we are love and we are loved. So thanks for being here and we will talk with you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today, for joining us for this conversation. And I wanted to give um, an extra thank you to those of you who are Patreon members who support this podcast on Patreon. You being a patron is a really big deal to us and it really helps support the team and the production of this creation. So thank you. And if you're interested in becoming a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash the love says podcast. And you can become a monthly patron and help support this podcast. And in exchange, uh, there's some beautiful gifts there and being added every month. And the gift connected to Steph's episode is uh, just like an awesome workout warm-up video that is so deeply connected with alignment and mobility. And it's made such a difference in my body and my life. So that's going to be a gift this month for the patrons. And you'll see a whole bunch of other special gifts for those of you over on patreon.com. If you have any other questions or want to share anything, you can reach out to the love says podcast at gmail.com or elizabeth at elizabethjohnson.net. And in the meantime, until we connect again, I'm sending you so much love.